This episode is brought to you by Shady Brook Farms. If you're looking for ways to make mealtime healthier in the new year, make your favorite recipes with turkey from Shady Brook Farms. Take the pressure off. Keep it simple and tasty without sacrificing flavor for nutrition. Whether you want a delicious sandwich or a post-workout protein, Shady Brook Farms turkey can do it all. Visit ShadyBrookFarms.com for recipe inspiration and to find retailers near you. Shady Brook Farms. Eat what you love. The NFL playoffs have arrived, and we have you covered each day on Outkick's Hot Mic with Hutton Withrow. Some of the best football guests break down the biggest matchups from Armando Salguero and Donovan McNabb to Ryan Leaf and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines and reaction to each playoff weekend. So Chad, which quarterback is sent to that next level? The Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Tua is on this list. Got to be Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, it's I think, his time right I now. think so. Yeah, it's, it's his time to shine. He's done it in the regular season. He's won MVP. He's going to win it again. It is time for him to win in the playoffs. Playoffs are also a time to shine for Patrick Mahomes. Can he and the Chiefs offense figure it out in order to repeat this playoff season? There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis, so pull up the bar with us each weekday wherever you listen to your podcast. NFL and more covering your favorite teams. Outkicks Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. Brooks Running has a new shoe for you runners out there. Did you hear that? Better turn up your volume. In fact, turn it up to the max. Introducing the all-new Ghost Max. It's got all kinds of things to make your knees and ankles feel protected, like Max Cushion, Max Soft Landings with DNA Loft V2 Foam, and Max Smooth Rides with their Glide Roll Rocker. Feel better on your run with Ghost Max. Learn more at brooksrunning.com. Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like your mother. Frightening, but gets nicer with age. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, today I wanted to talk about sex and depression. Speaking of your mother, uh, this is not, this is not a good start. Today, yeah. So I wanted to talk about sex and depression because we're live in the, in the dopamine group. And uh, this is a pretty big topic. This is something that um, I've had issues with in my past. Plenty of people have had issues with uh, on medication or not on medication, dealing with depression, dealing with um, social pressures from their spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend, uh, situations of all types or boyfriend to boyfriend, whatever your situation may be. And uh, I essentially wanted to kind of break this down as much as I can, just generally talk about, um, you know, the, the issues that I've faced in my past when it comes to uh, sex while depressed, <laughs> because sometimes you get uh, a little bit of pressure from your partner, and you got to perform, right? So, I don't know, this is, this is going to be a weird one, but let's kick it off. Okay, so let me move the camera here. So for those of you who are new to the podcast and to the channel and all these things, uh, I'm broadcasting live in our group. So it is uh, dopamine. It's called Dopamine uh, Support for Mental Health 
uh, mental health support for creatives and entrepreneurs. Uh, the short URL is dopamine.group. So if you join that group, please answer the questions. If you don't answer the questions, you're not going to get in. Because the most important thing about this group is making sure to cultivate a safe space for everybody. I want to make sure that everyone's having a good time. That everyone's doing okay. Everyone can be open about what they're dealing with. And, um, you know, just, just a place for people to go to when they're having a rough time. So, uh, today is going to be one of those times because for me, um, it actually makes it a little bit of a safer space for me to do these lives as well because I know the people in the group. I've connected with them. They're more likely to ask questions and I can answer questions for them. Um, and you know, we can talk about some heavier topics. So with that, uh, I wanted to talk about sex and depression. Now, sex has been something that is prevalent since the dawn of time, since the dawn of humanity. Everyone's banging each other every chance we get. But the problem is much like mental health, there's a certain stigma that comes with, with sex, with expectations of each gender, of marriage, of relationships, things like that. And um, what comes with that is sometimes there are expectations or whether it comes from the other person or from yourself in terms of how you should perform or how much you should perform, when you should be ready, when you should not be ready, um, how you should be, you know, be taking care of yourself or not, certain things like that. Um, so the, the core of what I want to talk about here is really dealing with the, the stigma and the difficulty of the pressure that comes with having a partner and someone who is obviously attracted to you and they want to have sex with you and they want to do things with you. Uh, but you're dealing with depression. You know, you're not in the mood for a lack of a better way to put it. Why am I not getting... Let me try a manual focus here. Sorry for the podcast listeners. This is not ideal. But that'll be better. Okay. <laughs> Looking at the stream real quick and I want to make sure that it actually looks good. Um, so, you know, I've, I've had that plenty of times where it's a scenario where I'm not at all in the mood, but I, uh, you know, I, you get the pressure of being a dude first and foremost, and there's a lot of expectations of, of males being more, um, or should be a little bit more ready to go at any time. And, uh, especially as a male dealing with mental health issues, it, it's just not always the case. You know, uh, I'm also getting older and it's not that things don't work. Things work. It's that sometimes you're just, you know, priorities change. Sometimes you're focused on your mental health and sometimes you just don't feel good and you don't want to. You're too hot. You're uncomfortable. You're dealing with triggers. You're dealing with, uh, uh emotional stuff. You're dealing with stresses and, um, no one should be required or expected to perform in that way. If you're not in it now, it's difficult too, because you know, sex is a pretty pertinent part of a relationship. It's kind of a big deal to make sure you're connecting with your partner and to make them feel like they're still appreciated and that you're attracted to them. Uh, that's like the difficult balance, right? You want to be able to say no respectfully, uh, and, and say like, I'm just sorry, you know, be real about it. Be honest, you know, say that I'm, I'm just not in a place where I'm, I'm able to give you my best, <laughs> you know, or something like that. You know, it's something where like, I just, 
I, I'm I'm dealing with mental health issues or I'm feeling depressed. Um, and, you know, sometimes sex can make you feel a little bit better, but it's also, if you're not in it, you're just like, you're pushing and it's really, really sucks to have sex with someone while you're depressed and not feeling it because you just, you don't feel like you're in it. You don't feel like you're present. You don't feel like you're really showing the kind of affection that you want to show. And that can be incredibly frustrating. It's so difficult. Um, and again, as a dude, you get a lot of, you get a lot of stigma that comes with, you know, being a male. And it's just like, you aren't dudes just always ready? It's a physiological response, right? Well, physiological responses come from healthy mental states. Um, so I, I've definitely had situations where I've kind of pushed through or seemingly have been forced, like, like really just like pushed herself on me. And it's not pleasant. It's not as pleasant as it sounds. There's a lot of dudes that are like, I would love that. I want her to like take me and I want her to just like climb on and I want everything to be great. I don't want to have to do anything. But it's not, it's not pleasant when you're just like laying there and you're depressed and you feel like a shell of a person. It's like you feel like you're being taken advantage of. You know, it's not, it doesn't feel like love at that point. You feel like you're like, this person is not trying to have sex with you. This person is trying to have sex. There's a difference. And when it's like a, a, a lack of respect for your depressed state and the fact that you don't want to do this because you're, you're just, you're trying to just make it to the next hour. You know, it's another aspect of, of feeling support from the person that you're with to respect you enough to, you know, to, to, to listen to where you're at and, and respect where you're at. And, um, frankly, if they're able to support you and be there for you, that's way more attractive than someone who's trying to be forceful and, um, difficult. So, uh, how much time is it? You got good eight minutes. Okay. I haven't thought this topic through, so <laughs> I'm just kind of winging it. Um, but for the most part, I've, I've, you know, I've dealt with that situation. I think the male aspect of the stigma is, is frustrating. Um, I'm not really sure how to break it down other than just plainly saying that it's just not, it's not always the case. You know, dudes aren't always in the mood. We're in the mood a lot. Sure. We want to do it. We want to do this thing. We want to get it in. We want to do the deed. We want to make it happen. But, you know, it's not a given. We're still humans. We're not just some sex robot. <laughs> as much as you want us to be it's not uh it's not the way it works you know um and again it's just a matter of mutual respect you know um men can be very forceful and when a man is being too aggressive to a woman who is dealing with depression and just isn't in the mood you know you start to kind of leak into this guilt territory of like why aren't you having sex with me why aren't you attracted to me why don't you love me why don't you show me affection why don't you give me head like this is stupid like do you really love this person or are you just using them for their flesh for lack of a better word uh there's probably a better word i just couldn't think of it in the moment that's actually pretty gross when you think about it um but uh you know anyone being forceful from one person to another is just not, it's not good. It's not helpful. Um, it's not addressing the problem. It's not addressing the problem of, of, 
of someone, your partner, being depressed. And you're finding ways to make it about you. And it's not what they're trying to do. They're not, they're not being depressed on purpose. They're not being, on, not being depressed to try to make you feel bad. You're not being depressed so that they can find a reason to express why they don't like you. That's horseshit. Like, stop making it about you. That's not... No, partnerships are about each other. You know, it's about taking care of yourself, but it's not about your insecurities. It's not about someone else making you feel good if you're not in a place to accept it. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> um, what else can I talk about with this? You know, frankly, how to get out of it is really just, it, it kind of depends on what type of depression you're dealing with. For me, I deal with depression and mania. And sometimes when I'm in mania, my sex drive turns up actually. And to a point where it feels too aggressive, you know, it's a little bit scary to me, you know, um, to the one receiving it, sometimes it's what they want. But sometimes for me, it's a little bit like too primal or a little bit too aggressive if you're dealing with mania, because it's not just the problem with mania is that it's, it's baked in the idea of, of satiating the desire to fulfill your, you know, need for endorphin rushes. And it's not necessarily about the connection with the person that you're with. It's not about having sex with them. It's about getting off. It's about, you know, that's why uh, people in mania are susceptible to alcohol abuse, to drug use, things like that, because it is just about just getting it. <laughs> and while in a relationship, if you're just like in that moment together and you can kind of feel it and you're just like doing like doing the dirty, as some people would say, or as I like to say, at least <laughs> if you're really just literally just doing the dirty and you're having a good time and it's about that, then have at it, have fun, you know, be aggressive, enjoy. But the truth is like, if you're in a long relationship and you're trying to connect with that person, it's not always going to be like that. And it's got to be a little bit more about the fact that you're having sex with them and not that you're just having sex. That's really the difference between respecting someone and just, you know, just putting your stuff inside them. <laughs> like, that's the difference. Uh, it, it, you know, it's about support and respect for each other, regardless of the scenario. I mean, that's kind of the common theme of this podcast, right? It's about respecting each other, um, respecting the, the, respecting the desires of the other person or the lack thereof of the other person. You know, just because you're extremely horny and the other person is not and dealing with depression, you know, it's not, it's not their fault. They're not trying to not want to do this. They're not trying to want to, to not feel anything. You know, depression is, is frustrating in that sense. You know, you want to feel something, you know, and sometimes you push yourself to have sex so that you can feel like the extreme feeling, you know, that, that, intense orgasm so you could be like oh maybe this will jump start me and um you know it's um it's just not always the case you know sometimes you just gotta back off or ask someone to back off and it's even trickier when you're single you know i, I haven't been single for a long time but 
um, I imagine when you're depressed and your your logical brain starts to go to a place where you're like, maybe if I just maybe an orgasm will fix me, <laughs> you know, uh, with another person, not just by yourself in a bathroom with a piece of toilet paper. <laughs> it's, um, you know, you start to make, especially in mania, you're more likely to make decisions that are not necessarily beneficial for your future. You know, you're, you're going to go out to a club and try to nail someone and you could get diseases, you know, you have to, you have to still be careful. Um, so especially when you're a depressive, in a depressive state and you're feeling sex positive and you want to make some stuff happen, you still got to take the precautions. You know, you got to have the conversation with the person. You got to say like, you good? Was the last time you tested? Wear a condom, you know, be protected, things like that. Don't just ask her if she's on birth control, like get a condom. Don't be stupid, you know, and sometimes depression or mania can make you forego those things. All you want is the feeling. All you want is the endorphin rush. And, um, you know, you just gotta, you gotta work extra hard to make sure that you're not making one moment of your life ruin the rest of it. That's all. So I managed to like push through this. <laughs> I, I didn't really have a plan going into it. I just knew that I wanted to talk about you know, my situation. And, um, I'm, I'm curious if anyone's had any difficulties, if you're willing to talk about it, if you have any questions when it, as it pertains to, to depression and sex, this kind of conversation became, came to light as, um, I was, uh, uh somebody made a comment. They were asking about, um, whether medication had effects and sometimes that does. And, you know, medication is about stabilizing you and not necessarily giving you that high. And, um, you know, sometimes feeling kind of numb or nothing is, you know, it's not necessarily going to produce a horny feeling. And, um, you know, feeling like you want to sleep with someone is, is important in terms of a relationship. You don't want to just feel like you're, 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 you know, pushing through it because that doesn't feel good. It really, really doesn't. There's the misconception that, like, yes, yeah, sex should always feel great. So why shouldn't you just push through and have sex and feel better? But, like, it almost feels worse to, like, have sex with someone and then you roll over and you're like, nothing. I, uh. And then, you know, their reaction afterwards, they see that you don't connect with them or that you didn't enjoy it and it makes them upset. And, you know, they start to feel insecure. And again, point is, support conversations talk to each other about it let someone know i'm feeling depressed today or i've been de feeling depressed for weeks i just i'm sorry i just don't have it or you know give them give them a little bit more give them more in terms of how they can help you emotionally you know like i'm feeling depressed and i'm not connecting in that way but maybe we can just cuddle or we can talk or we can you know, go get some ice cream or, I don't know, something to help connect with that person beyond just sexual. And then you can kind of build that support system. And, you know, you could, you could slowly start to get to that point um, because it's just the hard part, especially with relationships, with longer relationships, is, is like sex becomes an expectation. And that's weird. It's like the hard part is like 
all right, roll over, we're going to take it now. I was like, that's not cute. It's not good for uh, romantically or not. So I think we have a comment. Let's see. Oh, my friend. Depression in itself is what squishes the drive. Getting to that horny feeling is the hardest part. Right. It's hard to... I think the hardest part is is for the partner. Is for the partner to see what is really going on. And again, the communications part of it, um, providing that support for each other. And sometimes like being supportive is pretty sexy <laughs> or getting that support, you know, is a, is really nice. You know, you start to like just work on the base level feelings of just like enjoying being around the person, you know, and, and, and not trying to go from zero to a hundred and just skip to the sex part, you know, not just like crawl into bed at night and, and expect things to happen, but kind of some emotional foreplay as it were. Um, Sometimes physical exercise over the long term can kind of help with things too. You know, it is a lot of physical blood flow stuff too. So like for, for dudes, if you're not getting it up, ladies, no, no sauce down there. That's gross. I shouldn't have said sauce. That's a bad word. Don't No, That's bad. That's gross. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to have too much fun. <clears throat> Boy, it's big. If things are not jiving in that downstairs realm there could be some physiological things you might have to go see a doctor you might have to talk to someone you know exercise eat a little bit better sometimes you can be a little bit too um unhealthy physically and then and that could just like you could have some some mental insecurities about your body as well that is affecting things um and uh you know that that's that's also some some aspects to consider you know I'm no expert in terms of sex and depression. Um, I do my best in both areas, <laughs> but uh, I'm no expert. Uh, I've only dealt with, you know, situations of feeling like there's pressure, um, dealing with depression and not wanting to do it. Like, that sucks. Um, but it's the reality. And again, support. I keep pushing this, but it's about support. If you're a partner of someone who's depressed, giving them continuous support and love and thinking about things beyond sex, not just trying to go from zero to a hundred and put it in and, and roll over and be done and go to sleep and then just like ignore the depression, you know, repressing, repress, repressing the depression is worse than facing it and dealing with it. So um, with that, you know, we got a good solid 20 minutes out of it. Um, so let me know if you have any additional questions or comments about sex and depression, uh, anything you'd like to know about it. I'm happy to do some additional, some research or share some more of my story and really just provide support. If you're having, um, difficulties, I do suggest talking to your partner, or if you're dealing with any kind of physiological issues to talk to your doctor and find ways to deal with that. And if you're dealing with, um, if you're taking medication and it's affecting you, I'd be curious about that too, because uh, I haven't personally d taken any medication or dealt with that. Um, but sometimes, you know, that's a sometimes that that causes some some difficulty for people. So, with that, I appreciate you guys, and um, that's it. I'll catch you next time. Bye. 
Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also, while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. Baby, I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend. Oh, you know you got me going off your dopamine. All I really need, all I need is for you to put me on to the recipe. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, purple flowers, candy showers in the air. It's on my team, you got me going off your dopamine. Yeah, it's on my team, you got me going off your dopamine.